So there was this rush to buy bikes, then everyone got into Peloton and weights. And during this pandemic, everyone was in a rush to find something to do, anything to stay busy. And one of the activities a lot of people apparently took up was boating. Experience or not, boat sales went up 26%, and in the rental market, it spiked by 17%. I mean, it's one thing to take a biking or maybe building a gym, but when it comes to boating, you actually have to know how to boat. They're big. You don't know how to operate them. You have to know water safety. And what Marine police are starting to see in very big new, uh, numbers are these new boaters who don't have the right skills, and they don't have the right insurance or any insurance at all. Surprisingly, I mean, there is no law in this province for boaters to have that. And given how deadly it is, you'd have to be crazy not to, especially in light of Kevin O'Leary and the whole trial that we're watching uh, north of the city. Nonetheless, it is the thing a lot of people are doing, and they're not doing it well. Miles Smith is an honorary director with the Toronto Search and Rescue Marine. He joins us now. Good to have you. Great to be here. How are you today, Alex? Well, I'm good. A little perplexed because I love going out on the water and I think a lot of people obviously do. I mean, I, you know, Canada has this huge boating community, 16 million uh, Canadians boat in the summer. But, you know, it, it does strike me as a bit odd that even if you didn't have experience, you just say, hey, I'll just go out and buy a, bu- uh, buy a boat. And yet a lot of people did. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And I mean, it's, it's understanding because it's, it's a great temptation. You know, here in Toronto, we're blessed. We've got this fantastic Great Lake right on our doorstep, uh, and it's very inviting. Uh, and if you are prepared and you go out with the right gear and the right uh, preparation and the right mindset, it's a great experience, and we want people to do that. Um, but just as, you know, you wouldn't, um, you know, you don't like to see, for example, people doing the street racing or hanging outside mm-hmm. windows on the highways. Um, this is, a, you know, a, a serious environment. It's, it, people think of it, I guess, as unstructured because there aren't lanes or stoplights. But in fact, there are good rules to practice in the water, and there's some good prep to do. I think you mentioned uh, the uh, the spike in uh, boat purchase and uh, sorry, boat purchase and boat rental. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's a part of an ongoing trend that's been going for a number of years. You know, new Canadians, old Canadians uh, are being drawn to the water in huge numbers, but they they don't necessarily make the same preparation uh, that they would make for uh, learning how to drive a car. Yeah, and they're very much uh, the same. I mean. Uh, you know, the water doesn't have lanes, but I've been on a lot of lakes up north and, you know, there's very much a way that you go through the water because you don't know what's underneath the water. And every year, the lane that you can travel in changes because either a log falls in or maybe a rock shifts. I mean, there's always something under the water uh, that can not just cause big problems, but cause uh, death. Um, what are some of the things you guys are seeing when you actually see, these, you know, people out there making mistakes? Well, one thing that, that's worth stressing every single time we talk about water safety is having the right gear on the, board, on the boat and also um, wearing life jackets. So mm. I think people think about themselves as, let's say, strong swimmers. Uh, and, and that's sort of like you imagine yourself jumping off a diving board into a pool with a lifeguard handy. But when you go boating, it's not like that. Um, so people often very much underestimate just how cold the water is, even going into summer, actually. Um, and one experiment just to, to realize what that's like is run the cold water on your tap uh, and then mm. put your arm or your leg under it for 30 seconds. Um, imagine that over your whole body. The, 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 the fact of the matter is that even the strongest swimmer loses strength in the body very quickly within a minute uh, for much of the year and all year round in some of the colder lakes. Um, you also imagine that you're going to hit the water conscious, but that's not necessarily true. People fall out of boats 
uh, and can hit their heads or be otherwise dazed, incapacitated. So the, the life jacket is, is really a, uh, a precaution to take at the front. Um, one other thing that's often neglected but can make a difference, especially when people don't you know, come back on time, is leaving a sailing plan with someone responsible that you know. So who went on the boat? Where were you going? When are you expected back? This is all right. part of the stuff that you get as habit and, and attitude when you do your, your pleasure craft operator's card. Yeah, that way, if you're late or not coming back, uh, someone can call into the police and say, hey, look, they went up on this route, they were going over to the Toronto Island, and we haven't heard from them. Then you guys have at least a starting point of where to search. Um, you know, the bottom line is, though, um, this is not going to go away. And so it surprises me, you know, that boat purchasing and that anyone can buy one. But again, why don't we treat this as seriously as driving a car? Because the consequences, you know, I know so many people who have been in fatal boating accidents, or I've covered a lot of these things, certainly through my time. Um, but they, they generally, when you crash a boat, they don't generally end well. That's absolutely right. I, I think, you know, that escapist, um, attitude can be countered by just a responsible approach to the same, as you say, uh, as if you, you know, you're getting a puppy. A lot of people want to get dogs during lockdown, but you know, you have to be uh, thoughtful about you're going to look after the thing for a lifetime. Same with uh, getting on the road. You know, there there are all these hazards. There's, uh, there, there's there's a mindset that you want to undertake before you get to the place where you're you're going to be having fun. We like to see it start earlier, to be honest with you. I mean, uh, one of our uh, focal points is education. And uh, so we put together modules for grade two and the grade six level so that there's water safety awareness, uh, you know, with, with those good, spongy, absorptive brains of kids. I don't think our schools are as, as well equipped to give them all the um, the training in that that they used to, because, you know, a lot of schools have closed uh, their pools, right? So, so yeah. you, you get Canadians of all backgrounds uh, who haven't really had um, real exposure to the water, and they have, sometimes have fantastic ideas about it. One that we we heard uh, was they thought that there might be sharks in Lake yeah. Ontario, right? Because many people don't realize yeah. it's a fresh uh, <laughs> freshwater body. So you, know, you, you really uh, treat it like a. Uh, a smart risk that you would take in any other aspect of your life. You know, the, the better prepared you are, the more serious you are going in, the better prepped you are to have fun. Yeah, I mean, the water's so great. And if you're born and raised in this country, you know that swimming is like a rite of passage. And so a lot of people just learn it from a very young age. But a lot of new Canadians who come here don't actually get the lessons. And then they want to go to the water. And then they find themselves in a lot of trouble because they can't swim. I don't know why it is not mandatory in school for everyone to learn to swim, because it is, I, I think, that crucial, certainly in a, in a child's life. Uh, but then you've got the issue, you know, a lot of people will want to take the boat out and then, you know, haul, let's say, like a, a donut on the back or water ski on the back so you know i'm thinking here we've got a lot of people who have no experience to drive the boat and then they're taking people out on the back that probably shouldn't be out back yeah you know where i mean a lot of the civics and that's really what we're talking about right it's kind of civic engagement civic literacy and responsibility um has been has been supported over the years by members of the boating and yacht clubs in toronto and they've been the people who do a lot of the uh informal bailing out and rescue and and those are the people with a lot of literacy uh, so if you really think you like the water and you think you like uh, boating, you might want to to look at uh, membership in one of the clubs because there's a kind of uh, a responsible and savvy culture in those in those environments. Uh, but, mm. you know, as, as you say, it's really something that should be inculcated at, at a young age for everyone. And, uh, you know, we've got millions of people in Toronto go in the water every year. So the best recipe for that, you're never going to have enough resources to cover that, sure. uh, you know, on the assumption of mishaps everywhere. So, so having people uh, sort of 
born and bred into it, so to speak, uh, would, be, would be really beneficial. If someone sees a, 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 an incident, I just want to let them know something quick and easy because uh, this is, you know, when, when preparation goes uh, awry, this is where help is at hand. Uh, it's star 16 from your phone and channel 16 on the VHF radio. That's how a boating or water emergency gets reported. Uh, and it's just good to know for people who, who may themselves have taken all the preparations uh, and all the necessary care, but might spot something uh, that's uh, worrisome. Why isn't it more mandatory across this province for, um, you know, licensed uh, boat drivers um, as, you know, like, why are we so cavalier still about this in 2021? Well, I mean, I guess there, there's the compliance side, and then I guess the effort enforcement is, is pretty high. I, I don't know that I could comment uh, with expertise on that, but, um, I, you know, the, the quickest remedy that I can think of is just for people to think about their own interest, right? I mean, uh, if if you if you could do something dangerous without a permit, uh, you know, the fact that you could get away with it, it really shouldn't be uh, enticement, so to speak. You know what I mean? The, the, there, there's, there's an, it behooves every uh, grown-up uh, someone who's responsible for a family, someone who, who's uh, out with friends, uh, to sort of be literate in things that require skills. And operating a boat is like that. That's why there's the, the pleasure craft yeah. operator card. And it's easy, and people should look into it. It's easy to take online. Uh, it's an accreditation uh, that's, that's, that's easy to get. And it puts you in the right mindset, right, of, of, of you know, basically checklisting what do you need to do and have to get out there uh, on good terms. Boating's fun until it's not fun, and then it's uh, it can be pretty dangerous. Well, Miles, uh, thanks for filling in the blanks on this. Uh, the numbers are pretty crazy. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Good to have you. And that is Miles Smith. He's with uh, an honorary director of the Toronto Search and Rescue Marine. So when you're out in the boat uh, next time, just remember you might be experienced and licensed, but the uh, person coming at you might not have a clue what they're doing, which is somewhat discomforting. Stay here with us. I'm Alex Pearson on point, and this is Global News Radio.